Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Smart Home Showdown, where the smart home latest fight to be the greatest. I'm your host, Caleb Stoltz, and as you know, I'm aiming to make my home as smart as possible, automating all the things. My goal is to have my home work for me more than I work for it. New smart home products seem to be popping up all over the place, but something that has really added the fuel to the home automation fire has been the rise of the smart voice assistant. You may know them as Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, Cortana, and Siri, amongst others. By the way, you might want to tap the mute button on your Echo and Google devices if you've got them for this episode. We're going to cover what I think are the three best smart home voice assistants and compare them by one, their user experience, two, their smarts, what tech is going on behind the scenes, and three, their price. We're now ready to enter the smart home showdown. Let's get started. First up is Amazon Alexa. I'd say that Echo devices are the most widely adopted smart assistants on the market, but I believe that's mainly due to the fact that they've been around longer. Their developer program is well-established, and since they offer a myriad of other development services, I think Alexa skill development is just easier to break into. The reason I'm saying this is because there are way more skills and third-party extensions available on Amazon Alexa as compared to other platforms. Again, they've had way more time than others, so take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. Moving on. Saying the wake word Alexa at quiet, medium, and loud volumes works 95% of the time. Alexa has a funny personality, but I find that she's always just a bit too... corporate when responding. Engaging with her feels a bit flat and straight to the point where I feel that it could be a little bit more fun. The light-up ring at the top or on the screen of Echo devices is a nice touch as you know when she's listening. There are a range of Echo devices like the regular Amazon Echo, Echo Dot, Echo Show, and Echo Spot, and they each have their perks and nuisances. However, we're talking about the assistant herself. Let's move on to her smarts to do that. The Alexa app allows you to configure and connect many smart home devices and even set up custom routines. For instance, when I say, Alexa, good night, she locks my front door and then turns off all the lights and TV. Although this routine could be configured in any way that I want. Amazon Alexa has by far the most smart home integrations when compared to other smart assistants on the market. This is where I think Alexa shines especially bright, for now. According to a recent study, Alexa correctly answered 782 questions of varying types 52% of the time on average. And I'd say that my experience is pretty close to that, maybe a little bit better. So it's not great, but it's not awful either. I guess it depends on your expectations. If you're expecting Tony Stark's Jarvis, you'll be disappointed. But if you realize that Alexa has only been around for a few years, you should be impressed. I love asking Alexa to turn on and off my lights, dim them, or even use routines to control them in a customized way. Now let's talk price. Amazon Echo devices are going to get between $2 and $3 signs out of 5, as there are cheaper options like the Echo Dot, which retails at $50. However, during Black Friday, the price drops to $30, keep that in mind, and more expensive options like the Echo Show, which retails at $229. For the price, the Echo Dot is the best value in my opinion. You do sacrifice sound quality, but you can plug it into a better speaker with the auxiliary input in the back. There are other devices that use Amazon Alexa built in like the Sonos One and other speakers like that that sound fantastic, but those are quite more expensive. 
So now let's move on to the next assistant. Second is Google Assistant, and I've really loved getting to use this. I think that by far, Google Assistant is the funnest smart assistant to engage with, and I find its voice inflection and diction to be much more accurate than its competition, which is pretty nice. The best thing about Google Assistant is its strength in not only answering questions, but answering them accurately. Since it's built by Google, you're able to hear results from the text of websites that Google searches for you. This allows Google Assistant to have the best answers around. This makes using Google Home devices way more enjoyable and way less frustrating. There are also a range of Google Home devices like the Google Home, Google Home Mini, Macs, and soon there will be Google Home devices with a screen like the Echo Show. Indicator lights at the top of the device let you know when Google Assistant heard you and is listening for your request. I find that I'm heard most of the time when I say either, hey Google, or okay Google. Overall, I find using Google Assistant to be super fun and really enjoyable. I'm actually wowed more often by its ability to answer my questions than I am with other smart assistants. Now obviously, if you're a part of the Android ecosystem, Google Home is going to be a natural fit. Now let's move on to its smarts. According to the same study I mentioned earlier, Google Assistant answered those 782 questions with 81% accuracy, which I think is amazing. Something to note about Google Assistant is that there are significantly less third-party integrations or actions, instead of skills, available for use. There are less smart home devices that Google Assistant can deal with, and there are less possible integrations. Thankfully, it does offer IFTTT support so that you can build your own integrations. I hope there are more native integrations sometime soon, though. One thing that's great about Google Home devices is that you can turn on and pair your smartphone over Bluetooth and use Google Home as a Bluetooth speaker. Other smart assistants can do this, but nowhere near as easily. Now let's move on to price. I gave this product between two and four dollar signs out of five as there is a range of options you can choose from. The cheapest option is the Google Home Mini, which retails at 50 bucks, but it drops to 30 during Black Friday. The most expensive option is the Google Home Max, which retails at $399, ouch, but offers amazing sound. So depending on what you want, you can choose the best option that's best for you and for your budget. Let's move on to our final product. Up last is the Apple HomePod. Released by Apple just a month ago, it ships with Siri, probably the most well-known voice assistant, spoken of in movies, TV shows, and elsewhere in pop culture. Siri on HomePod, to be honest, isn't great at answering questions at the moment. General questions like, what's the weather, or what's the stock price of Euro Disney, are answered just fine, but when it comes to more complex questions, Siri on HomePod falls short. There's significant room for growth, but it seems odd to me that Siri was released six years ago, and it still struggles to answer these types of questions. Saying the wake phrase, hey Siri, works perfectly 95% of the time, and if you only say the wake phrase, Siri will respond with a hmm or a what's up, which gives it a nice personal edge. I'd say that Siri is more fun to talk to than Alexa, and the voice inflection and pronunciation is better more often. HomePod only plays nicely with HomeKit devices and is best for those who have bought into the Apple ecosystem. Typical Apple. But for those people, it works like a dream. Being able to create reminders that go directly to my iPhone, sending iMessages, and creating notes with my voice 
is a seamless and enjoyable experience. However, one weird thing is the personal requests feature. With this turned on, your unread messages can be read by anyone, as HomePod cannot yet differentiate voices. So if you have this in a shared space like your kitchen or your living room, anyone within voice range can set reminders, alarms, send iMessage for you, uh, or even write weird notes. Now, I just bought a HomePod a few days ago, and I've been playing with it and trying it out. It's in my office, so I'm not really worried about this. I'd say the cherry on top of the HomePod Sunday is the sound quality. It's mind-blowing. The bass, mids, and treble are well-balanced, and it gets crazy loud without a hint of distortion. Another thing that I'm still trying to figure out is how it can hear me say, Hey Siri, and my request when I can't even hear myself. Now, if you say, hey Siri, and utter your command quickly enough, the volume won't even drop, but somehow HomePod is able to hear me accurately. If you do wait after saying, hey Siri, the volume drops and a cool effect is added that makes the music sound like it's coming from far away in your house. Now let's talk HomePod smarts. So as I just mentioned, the HomePod works with HomeKit devices exclusively. If you've invested in that ecosystem, you'll be very pleased with HomePod's ability to control those devices. It can be used as a home hub as well, meaning that you can remotely control these devices from afar. There is almost no latency when asking for Siri to turn on or off certain devices. It's wicked fast. The coolest thing about HomePod is that it uses a kind of sonar to analyze the size and shape of your room and then tune its speakers to automatically sound best in the space that it's in. If you move HomePod somewhere else, it will automatically analyze the room the next time it's plugged in. As I said before, it's very good at hearing its wake word even with the volume at full blast. I'm actually starting to get worried that my neighbors are going to complain about the noise, so I should probably only blast it during the day. Now let's talk price. I gave HomePod $5 signs out of 5 because it's the most expensive smart assistant with the least amount of options for your budget. It retails at $349, but if you're fully on board with the Apple ecosystem, this is the smart assistant for you. It has room to grow, sure, but the quality and HomeKit integration makes it worth it. Overall, this week it was pretty easy for me to choose a best option regarding smart assistants. I think that there's a clear winner at the moment based on overall user experience, smarts, and price. Each product has pros and cons and things that might be non-negotiables for some. I think that the winner this week is Amazon Alexa. With the huge assortment of third-party skills and smart home integrations combined with various price points and a generally good ability to answer questions, Amazon Alexa seems to make the most sense to me. However, Google Assistant is quickly catching up, and we may even need to revisit this topic in a future episode. The HomePod is, well, the HomePod. What do you think? If you're listening on Anchor, tap the little message button at the bottom left-hand corner of the screen and send us an audio message or a question with your thoughts, and you might be added in as a part of the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back next week with a new episode of Smart Home Showdown. This is Caleb Stoltz signing off saying, don't give up on your dreams, keep sleeping. So we're now at the end of the episode, and over the last few weeks, I've been getting so many great questions from you guys regarding smart home technology, smart home products, home automation, my experiences, and even sharing your experiences. So I'm going to go ahead and send you off into your week with a question from one of our dedicated listeners.
Hey, thanks. This is uh, Jason from the Ask Res Show. Um, I'm a new homeowner I'm in the automation, home automation. I have an Ecobee, I have Nest, I have a couple of other smaller things uh, like you know, Amazon Echo. But one of the things that I'm struggling with now is the next step, right? So should I go and look for smart switches, smart outlets? Should I just stick with light bulbs and those kind of edge uh, I guess devices rather than bringing it more towards where the power source is just curious on what your thoughts are in that respect all right thanks hey Jason uh, that is a great question and first of all I just want to say congrats on your new home I know how exciting that is um, I personally am using noon home switches in uh, my home as you heard in the first episode and I really, really like them. They are quite expensive, and there are less expensive options. I've heard good things of people using a Samsung SmartThings hub combined with GE's smart switches. You can find them on Amazon. I believe they're like 40, 30, $35 or $40 per switch, and they can be installed in your wall and remotely controlled via a Samsung SmartThings hub and your phone or Amazon Alexa in that case. So that's what I would recommend. Um, I do recommend Philips Hue and Lifix and other kind of smart bulbs like that, like SangLED, et cetera, et cetera, but they do add up really fast. Each bulb is so expensive, and for bulbs like Lifix, they all have their own individual network, whereas you could have a singular device that controls six bulbs that are in basically the same exact space. So that's how I'm doing it, and yeah, that's what I would recommend for you.